Welcome to the Legends of Lanamora podcast. I am your dungeon master, Nathan. With me this evening, I have Emily. Hello. Nova. Heyo. And Nicole. Sup. We are a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons actual play podcast. <laughs> Sorry, Pretzel just really wants to be part of this. Pretzel, pretzel can be the... Uh, who she really is, a tabaxi. That that works. Perfect. We, just we need now. So now we need Nathan to get us an NPC that's a tabaxi that's named Pretzel. Yeah, <laughs> I'm into that. So so Pretzel could actually be in the game because that'd be hilarious. No, if she had food, she was just being a dick. We want you to make an NPC that's a tabaxi named Pretzel at some point. Probably. Um, that's a, a request. On last week's episode. Um, our heroes uh, came up with a plan to try and uh, wait. Nope, that wasn't take last over episode. The world, sorry. No, no, they're not taking over the world. No, someone okay, else well, is doing that. We're trying to stop them. Yeah. So I'm, I'll. The last episode that came out was three point five. So let's do three and three point five. All right. Recording schedules are crazy. It's wild. Okay, pretzel. At the end of the last uh, two episodes ago, our heroes came up with a plan to try and get more Burrows on their side so they can take down Kelvin's Triumvirate and uh, give support to the rest of the Burrows that were not part of that in the hopes of uh, stopping Kelvin in some capacity. Also, they have a, a quest to find more information on the Amos that are part of the Prophecy. So they are taking the Wish Fulfilled to the Circle of All, and we've also got a bunch of other crews. So they figured out they're going to send Pax, Maxine, Tora, and Talurth to the Veiled City to try and um, get in there for fast uh, travel, since they cannot use the Grouty Towers, most likely. Saf sent a letter off to Yendak to get the help from Gizmoboro. Agamir and Fira are off to the Harbor Coast, as well as uh, Reg, Zeth, and Kira. They are also helping at the Harbor Coast. Uh, but before they get there, they're going to drop the party, Saf, Scar, and Drew off at the Circle of All to try and uh, kill two birds with one stone, so to speak. Uh, try and find information on uh, the Amo. Uh, man, I said it in episode three. I said which one was which. I have it down. Yeah, which one? Which one is which? Amo Farrak is the prophecy, Amo Gelt is flame, Amo Ifri is stone, and Amo Talk is wood. Yes, that's correct. So you are uh, trying to find more information on Amo Talk. Scar has a sneaking suspicion that the Circle of All might house Amo Talk, the Amo of ancient lumber or wood. Um, uh, that was not Scar, that was totally a Saf thing. Was nah, it that was me, actually. Mm, well, that you was all me can fight like about last it. season. <laughs> yeah, but, 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 but. You all can fight about it in a little bit in character. Yeah, I was um, trying to take credit for my ideas, damn it. No, just kidding. <laughs> um, so on the way to the Circle of All, Saf loaded some, which she found out were called Scrivener's Orbs, loaded some of these orbs of knowledge, uh, ancient technology, up on Andy, the AI of her exo, 
which she has crafted over the last six months and got some information. I will let Saf relay whatever information she would like to. And for my players who haven't listened to that episode, I would suggest that you listen to episode 3.5. But anyway, that is where we were. We are going to, well, uh, let's start here. Saf, do you want to tell everyone about what you found immediately or do you want to wait? I'll tell them the majority of it incoherently and immediately. Okay. Excellent. <laughs> so we are going to start. You are... You've just finished loading the Scrivener's Orbs up on into Andy. And you you rush to see Scar and Drew to find out where they are. Karen is following along behind you with all of these... You, you know all of these orbs trying not to to drop any of them uh okay let's 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 go yeah yeah let's um let's um tell every uh, okay that's a lot yeah let's go <laughs> scar true yeah 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 what what yeah what? What? i'm like freaked out what the fuck <laughs> do not come in here screaming i almost killed you holy shit <laughs> holy shit holy shit you won't believe what we just found Probably not. Go on. <laughs> okay. Okay. So incoherently, I'm just like rambling, reading from my notes. And the basic gist of it is that we discovered these Scrivener's orbs from Tor during the age of Ilar the Mighty. It had some information on Ilar and uh, Ilar's contemporaries, including Halarth the Shadeseeker and... I dreamed in. <gasps> Ooh. So I dreamed in is actually a thing. <laughs> He's a thing because we make him a thing. <laughs> yeah, so all this stuff on I dreamed in, it's actually been, there was information there, but it was scrubbed purposefully. There's some massive conspiracy going on here. That's and shady. I go on to mention that Halartha lived long like 486 years and the bulwark isles was commissioned specifically by halartha to build the amo wait so she um, built them she had um or like scriveners building them well that i'm she commissioned them i should say yeah but it just happened to coincide with the death of ilar the mighty and the coming of the next age, which the age of legends was the age of Ilar, right? And then the following age after that was the age of the shield after Ilar had died and Idrindon disappeared. No information on them. Just when the world needed him most, he disappeared. <laughs> so <laughs> then uh, the following age was the age of the shield and Halartha was there with this halfling lore keeper and Ilar's general. But that's less important than the whole Idrindin thing because Idrindin was a contemporary of Halartha and Ilar. Okay. So right. if I'm <laughs> if I'm sifting through your word vomit correctly, what I'm finding is that all of these people that we have 
talk to and, and are finding that their names keep coming up again and again. They were all just like students together, like Marauders first part of the Harry Potter series. <laughs> like just like this is the the, the first beginning years. Is that They're what like you're telling me? Like they were all running Hogwarts. around together. I'm taking wrong. But like really? <laughs> so it was the three of them that were the original chamber of three that Amal Farrakh had said mm-hmm. had spoke about. Um but the three of them were uh, integral in helping the Torin population escape whatever was scrubbed from these records. What is, what's the thing they call it? They call it something that happened in, on Wait, Tor. Well, do we know that? Yeah, we've, they've men- character, we've mentioned we it. Hmm? Nathan's mentioned it before, I thought. Out of character, like, yeah, do we know what they call whatever they were fleeing on Tor? Out of character, uh, I think I know it was called, like, the Great Darkness or something. Yeah, they call it the Darkness. They didn't oh, know okay. specifically what it Would was. Would we know that they called it that? Yeah. Oh, okay. So that Great Darkness must have been whatever is... They must be hiding something. There's got to be something here. So, like, sur- maybe it's safe to surmise that uh, Idrindon may have had something to do with said Darkness? And that's why everything on him is covered up. Here's my question. Me being like obsessed with like dead things and playing with them after they're past their prime and playing with them after they're supposed to be dead and playing with the laws of physics and morality and ethics. Quick question. Do we think (laughs) that, (laughs) do we think that Ilar the Mighty, you see he was here and then he died and then suddenly now we have the Amos so she, Hilartha had her prophes- had her prophetic vision <laughs> around the time that Ilar had died. That much I have gathered. So what I'm saying is, do we think that Ilar the Mighty is one of the Amos? Or maybe his spirit was like broken up like a bunch of uh, little, little bits. <laughs> yeah. God, man. Fuck J.K. Rowling. We just keep coming back to it. God damn it. There has to be something else in our formative years that shaped us. Do um, we know how he died? Is that? Yeah. No, there's no information on how Ilar died. Ooh, Just that's like there's too. no information on how Idrindon died. Or, come to think of it, there wasn't even information on how Halartha died. Probably just by being elderly, I guess. She was 486 years old. That's pretty old for an elf. And we're working with the Knights of Alartha. And the Knights of Alartha, are they still, are they like in contact with her in any way? Like in the spirit realm? Um, you, <laughs> Again, dead things like them. You understand that it's more of a symbolic thing when Dorena uh, formed the organization. Um, okay. Because of everything that you all had found, she... Um, or uh, no, not because of what you had found. It was just a coincidence that what you found also, um, you know, lined up with Halartha. Mm-hmm. But because she was, um, you know, she was from the Age of Legends and she was, you know, the, one of the first consuls. Um, she just chose that for the name. Was she also okay. like the founder of like the Lore Keepers? Is that another reason why it's all like tied to like the university and? No, so from what the I gathered, the Lord Keepers were already around. Uh, oh. 
the lore keepers even predate the existence of the consoles? Mm -hmm. Dang. They keep the lore. (laughs) What was the name of the Age After Legends? Age of the Shield. One of the consoles during the Age of the Shield was actually a lore keeper. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, if you remember at the very beginning, Nathan told us like basically all of the ages. It's it's sword and the it's shield and then sword and then red and blue, pearl, diamond, sun, moon. Uh Is that right? (laughs) Uh, It's ultra sun and ultra moon. Damn it! (laughs) And then there's pinball in there. Where are you getting this from? I'm like, that sounds like. Every you know how every uh, wedding anniversary has like a gift. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the first the one is the age of paper, then the age it. of leather, yeah. the age of wood, age of Man, fruit or flowers. Fruit, this year was fruit or flowers. That's why I got the edible arrangements. Like, <laughs> what's so a, anyway? What's one hundred twenty-seven? What's the anniversary for that? Because that's how many <laughs> ages it's been since uh, the age of legends. Yeah. Um, oh, so and we're are... in the age of peace right now. We're yeah, you all are in the yes. age of peace. And the age of peace has been going on for far too long. 624 Six years. Yeah. Um, I love how you just pulled that out of your ass, babe. No, it's on my it's, notes. It's, I, I have it written down in my notes from like early, early, early season one. No, I one. know, but it just seemed like out of nowhere, you're just like 624. That sounds like something that Nicole in real life would do about something. About but something else, some other nerd shit. I do that all the time. Like someone will say something, I'll be like, "Oh, I mean, I I know exactly when." You want me to tell you? Yeah, I'll do it Star- anyway. <laughs> like, Star Wars <laughs> trivia. When was when was uh, Anakin born? Something something BBY. Yeah. No, literally, like I'll. That's why I was like, "That's hilarious." She just pulled that out 41. of nowhere. Just saying. <laughs> no, it's like thirty-seven. It's, oh my yeah, god! It's like Y'all are not going to do this. Thirty-seven BBY. Yeah, because um, he was only like fifty by the time D&D. of Return of the Jedi. Anyway. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, yeah. do you want to say anything else regarding what you found in the Scrivener's Orbs? Uh, I would just like to, at the very, like, complete word vomit, just one sentence after the other, and then I end on, oh yeah, and Ilar was scared of birds. (laughs) Yes. Well, everyone Uh, knows that. It's in all the history books. A dude after my own heart. (laughs) Like all birds, like was were they like? Did they not That's like? Redacted. Do they not oh, like? Um, uh, what are kenkus? <laughs> oh, um, something. Uh, there's something very important actually happened at the very end. Um, uh, it was something along the lines of, and I didn't write this down because I'm an idiot. Oh, uh, but you remember how many ages it's been. Oh, I shit, wrote that I wrote down. How long one of the ages it's been is. Um, Andy, can you repeat that last part for me, please? <laughs> Nathan's like, fuck, Hold now on. I have to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get the document up. No, it's this here. Is... I have it all in one document. It's like 20 pages long. This is like Jeez. what Nova's been asking me and hounding me to get my character description. Like, you're making me do the work now. <laughs> uh, Okay. I can try doing my best approximation of the voice. Be careful not to meddle in the affairs of the past. The die was cast and fates were sealed. Elthana's stand was only the beginning. Justice will be served. The die is cast. The die is cast. The die is cast. All right, that's good, Andy. Thanks. Whoa! 
Y'all just, that just tied City and Snow in. That's fucking dope. Elthana's stand was just the beginning. The dice, the die has been cast. The die has been cast. Rah! Do we, um, out of character, do we know what Elthana's stand is? Roll me a history. Let's roll some dice in this D&D podcast. <sighs> I have to get my dice what out. Dice? Stop making me do shit. <laughs> That's a 19. That is an 11. Oh, wait, do I have any? I forgot that I have a character sheet. I I forgot that I have a character sheet. We are goddamn professionals. Man, I know that we play it fast and loose with the actual quote-unquote D&D that we play, but... Actually, it's a 21 because I do uh, have a plus two. I forgot about that. 15. Listen, it's been a while... Okay, uh, Drew and Saf, you know fuck all about Elthana's stand. Um, but Me? I know shit! <laughs> Scar, you remember your time at the uh, Mantles Academy. Uh, you took an elective on uh, <laughs> Northwestern Torin uh, history. Because I totally would do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you gotta burn that elective slot. You gotta, you, you had to. You nah, had to I would have take... taken an extra gym class. You were told it's a blow-off class. Yeah. <laughs> It's a bird course. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's weird. The whole um, like course itself is all based on this like one book or it's not a book. It's like volumes and volumes of tomes of this one guy called Carpathius from Northwestern Tor. And he goes into Elthana's stand a little bit. So yeah, you do know Elthana's stand. Um, and you, you you know where it was. You know that something happened there, but not enough was written down about it to really get a, a handle on what it was. There are uh, some people speculate that it was like the darkness, but there's no definitive proof one way or the other. So much shady shit is going down, y'all. That's all I know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Too many unknown variables. I hate it. Is Elfana's stand in Tor, or is it... Yeah. Elfana's okay. stand is on Tor. Is it still there? Uh, is Elfana's stand standing? Yeah. <laughs> well, Elfana's stand stood for a long time, but you know that the history of the city is actually named after a woman named Elfana, who had her last stand there. That's why I called it Elfana's stand. And that's, um, you know, basically she was able to drive back her enemies and uh, hold them off. And then once, you know, the battle had ended, they formed a city there. It said that in the heart of the city was a statue dedicated to her. Hmm. Was past tense. But is it still there? That didn't answer the question. Uh, It is... Unknown? It is unknown if it is still there. Interesting. I was going to say, it, like, we don't really have people hanging on tour right now. Yeah. There is still... Okay, so we know personally, because we played those characters, that there is a civilization on tour. I use civilization loosely because it was, like, kind of like a ragtag. There are very, settlements there. Are you talking yeah, about Iron Mall? Yeah, where we went in the prequel campaign. And we would know, our characters would know about that from the time that we've spent with Kira. 
who mm-hmm. could have filled in all and uh Karen. Mar- Mara and Karen so that they can the, fill in all those blanks that we have. Well, they can fill in some of the blanks. So, you know, Tor is still a pretty vast wilderness. However, most of the civilization that is on Tor now is on the southern coasts of Tor, the um, the portions of Tor that share the Mirror Sea with Alari. And where did the one-shot take place? That took place very close to the Barony of Talaria, actually. On tour, though? On tour, yes. The, okay. the one-shot that we Iron all Mark? did took place on tour. Um, oh, the Bay of Iron, if I remember correctly. Yeah, the Bay so of Iron. There are, to, our, to our knowledge, there are no settlements that are pat, like in the north. Elthana's stand was in the northwest of Tor. Interesting. So it's very uncommon to have um, so information to, on the, the northern portions of Tor. To our knowledge, there's nobody living past where the caverns were, where we went. Uh, there are, you know, traders and, um, you know, fortune seekers and all of that that try and go that way because there are a lot of the ruined civilizations that are dotted around uh, Tor. Because, you know, there was a great exodus when the darkness came. Yeah. Um, So there are still ancient civilizations that can be plundered uh, and ruins to be explored. So it's a good place for explorers to go. I'll say that. But as far as, you know, normal folk and adventurers like Selsanthalos is, you know, a a nature preserve pretty much. Um, That's about as far as most folk will go. And that's, you know pretty close to Alari anyway. But most everything of civilization and any sort of, you know, keeping back the untamed wilderness is on that southern coast of Tor. Gotcha. I also mentioned the fun fact to Drew and Scar that there might be a Pegasus in Sal Santalos. Cool. <gasps> I want to ride. So the, the what was said at the end is Elthana's stand was just the beginning the die has been cast. So I don't like that. We got to find out what the fuck <laughs> happened at, at Althana's stand. Because if that was just the beginning, like, I need, I'd like to know what happened before I think we're going to be at the end. Or at least the middle. <laughs> so I'd like to know what happened at the beginning. So where can we get that information? Um, like, is can Karen tell us? I was literally going to say that. Are we heading somewhere? Where are we going? We're circle going of all. To the circle. Oh well, that's not going to tell us much. We need to like. Can we send a message just to the Knights of Halartha? Maybe they can research. I thought Karen was a Torin expert, or as expert about Tor as you can get. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, we've all got knowledge on a great many subjects. <laughs> you know, Griffin McElroy a lore keeper. So. It's, you know, that's a, it's a rigorous, uh, you know, uh, course of study. The important thing here to note is that these Scriveners orbs were created by the Scriveners at the behest of Halartha. And they were created at around the time of Halartha. They have, uh, 
the recordings of well, her death, the, right? The orb, the orbs themselves weren't created at the time of Falartha. The data was recorded at that time. The data was recorded at that time. But it must have been a scrivener who scrubbed these orbs from uh, the information from these orbs because only a scrivener has that kind of uh, capability. That we know of. Um, I feel like we need to get a, a message to the Knights of Halartha and see if they can dig into this a little bit more for us. Um, and then we need to head to the Circle of All. Agreed. Um, yeah, that, that, that sounds good. I mean, the more pressing thing is, you know, making sure the world doesn't fall into turmoil, right? <laughs> hey, Gary, you doing all right, bud? No, <laughs> thank you for asking. All right, anyway, let's go. <laughs> okay, so you, uh, who is sending a message off to the Knights of Palartha? Do we have a sending stones or shell phones yeah. or something? Yeah, you got your shell phones. Can I, is there like a, a word limit? 25 words. How many messages can we send? You each have a shell phone. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we're going to have to fit all of this in. Nathan, can we just say that we fit words. all of this Can in? we like, yeah, can we just say we somehow <laughs> do 75 words where it's like. It's like a Twitter thread. <laughs> it, yes, it starts off, but I'm like, this is true. One Part slash one. two, two <laughs> slash two, three yes. slash three. Yes. Um, yes. Anyway, yeah, we need well, you to. <laughs> just it cuts off and then like a minute later it's like hey this is Saf part two <laughs> <laughs> no because then that would use up too many characters to say that <laughs> I know it's funnier that we do it though <laughs> anyway love you bye <laughs> uh, yes you, I'll, I'll say that um, you're still a few days out like the, you, Saf goes over all this you know so where you are landing in the circle of all this is about a week's journey by boat. Oof. Especially because you're trying to be undetected by any other ships in the area. So it, it takes you a few days to get there, and over the course of those days, you relay the message to the Knights of Halartha. Yeah, every um, day, just more frantic 25-word messages from us. Or just every, just they're collect, just waiting for the next bit. You collect uh, Talarth and Pax and Maxine and Tora and um, Agamir's uh, Reg Zeth and Kira's sending shells and just send a 12 messages all at once. Oh my god. <laughs> we just like bombard someone with notifications to stress everybody out. Dorena just and she just hangs up and she's like this is why I don't check my voicemail. <laughs> And they all just Ding. come in uh, out of order. <laughs> oh my god, Ding. all the notifications. Ding. Yeah, it's horrible. She uh, she doesn't enjoy it, I'll say. Um, so, after a little bit of time, you all have made landfall at the Circle of Ball. You're here. You've done it. Is um, Tora here with us, or is she off doing something else? Tora is here with you. She gave you information. Um, she She's not staying with you. But she gave you the the hookup to meet with Gonoleth Asilion. So she gives you uh, the contact that you need to meet with to uh, get in contact with Gonoleth. And she, 
you, you all give hugs and you, you go on the way, you tell each other to be safe, send a shell phone message every once in a while. Um, Agamir is standing there and says, well, I, I guess this is, um, you know, goodbye for a little bit. I'm going to go up to the Harbor coast and we'll, yeah. Run up and give him a great big hug. (laughs) Okay. Um, I do one of those like playful arm punches. See you later, bro. Trudeau's finger ends. I'll I'll remember to <laughs> uh I'll I'll remember to reach out sometimes. I know that um y- you'd like that. So I'll I'll do you that. You used to call me on your shell phone. <laughs> <laughs> like me? Yeah. Because in episode 2 like, you were like <laughs> you gave like me about you or something. God, shut up. Oh, well, um <laughs> maybe you should okay. just write sometimes or call me sometimes and like maybe not make it such a big deal. God. Okay, um, so, yeah. Uh, good luck looking for Amo Tulk and trying to get the Circle of All on our side. I know that the, the, the druids are uh, a, a little hard to... Uh, you know, um, anyway, good luck. What? <laughs> I mean, I feel like we spent a little bit of time or enough time with Torah to understand what that means that that druids are can be like we'll probably get frustrated because mm-hmm. they're a little bit like different mm-hmm. but in yeah. like not a bad way just not what we're used to no like they're a little bit country we're a little bit rock and roll <laughs> exactly they, they are literally but country. also literally mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> um hey, we uh i guess we let agamir go Love you. Don't worry about it. Don't think about it. Bye. (laughs) Drew's dealing with having feelings for people like friends and like love and friendship and and it's just weird and creepy and she doesn't like it. Okay, we'll talk soon. The Wish Fulfilled departs and you all are left at the customs uh, of the Circle of All on the southern tip of the Circle of All. So you see a bunch of people, uh, a lot of other ships have made landfall here and are on offloading cargo, uh, offloading loading passengers and the like. You're on the southern shore, so it's it's a little cold, actually, here. You all aren't too far away from the continent of Aluz, so it's a little freezy down here. Freezy. A little freezy. Um, imagine a like a Norwegian town without all of the, um, so uh, imagine if elves built in Norway or like if people who really dug tree houses built in Norway, uh, and that's what it, I think that's just Denmark. Well, imagine Denmark. I've never seen pictures of Denmark. I don't. I'm not that learned. <laughs> it's a pretty good joke. You should look at. <laughs> I made a funny joke. Anyway, keep going. Uh, so yeah, it's there are a lot of people here. Uh, a good amount of you know hustle and bustle about for it being the Circle of All. If you haven't been in the Circle of All before, it's kind of not what you expected. But you you get the the gist that this is kind of like a pretty well traveled port into the Circle of All. So, what would y'all like to do? You're at the the customs desk. That you have to go through this um, checkpoint, basically, 
it's this big grove of uh, trees and vines and everything. It's not a building. It's more of a impenetrable barrier of plants. There are thorns in it. It's very high. I'm not sure what I do, but I want to start with saying that Drew is wearing a uh, fur-lined coat, and it's beautiful. It's got it's white fur-lined, so it's like it really like sets off her skin tone. That's all I'm thinking about. Okay. Anyone else? I'm thinking about trying to pull out Tora's map and try and make heads and tails of it. Okay. Uh, roll me a survival. I think that's an appropriate role for reading a map. That would be a 12. Okay, you have spent a bit of time with Tora, but you're not exactly 100% on some of the quirks that she had, especially not with um, when it came to writing. It wasn't her uh, it wasn't her strong suit drawing maps, let's say. Were all of us supposed to roll that? Because I got a 19. Oh, I mean, yeah, that works. Um, <laughs> we can so, read. So, yeah, Saf, you kind of get the gist of it. You ask Scar for to take a look as well. And Scar, you understand it a little more completely, I guess, uh, in your time working with, you know, others who may not have been able to give you good descriptions of places they had been. Also, I hung out with Tora a lot. Yeah, you did hang out with Tora a lot. <laughs> Just you, Tor, and Kira hanging out. Oh, yeah. All she told me facets- once that she always draws her maps to the left. <sighs> All Weird. three facets of my personality in one. <laughs> Just and three? now we all get to listen to it. Like, no, they're actually like listening to each more. other. <laughs> yeah. So you, you understand the map a little better than Saf does, and you know where you need to go. It's uh, on the southwestern side of the... Uh, inner circle within the circle of all. Uh, that is where the contact is. Okay. Okay. Let's go there. So you know where you need to go. So you're heading through customs then. Mm-hmm. Okay. Welcome to the circle of all. We're glad to have you here. Um, it's a a furbolg who's just kind of lounging up in one of the uh one of the bowels of this uh, structure. He's got his feet up and you see that he's barefoot uh, because he's a druid. (laughs) And he says, Welcome. Uh, Do you all have any questions? Oh, I should ask. No, or I guess tell you, no coins. We don't do that here. But I can trade you stuff that you can use in the that you can use while you're in the circle. It's um, an approximate value for, for us. So I feel like, sidebar, I feel like Tora would have prepared us for this part at least. She would have given mm-hmm. us like a breakdown of what to expect customs-wise. And we would have prepared with like the proper things to barter. Because I feel like we were on the island that had like could have a bountiful amount of things that the circle of all would consider uh, monetary. Lots of seeds and fruit and shit. And twigs and plant 
bats and all sorts of bush, weird bushes and bones. Bones? Perhaps shiny rocks and, and those like weird crystal things. We found a shit ton of gems. I feel like all of, uh, Drew's, uh, lizard folk friends probably were going in and out of the, the cavern system and bringing back shinies for her. <laughs> As a tribute. So, yeah, you've got that all lined up, um, and you kind of lay it all out, and he's like, oh, nice, you all, do you all have a friend in the circle? Yeah, her name's Tora, do you know her? Yeah, no. Um, Not all druids know each other, jeez. But this Listen, is- Listen, that's not what I meant. <laughs> yeah, this is excellent. This is, you You all came prepared. Uh, if you have any coin, I'm still going to need to take that. So, any coins? I'm going to say no. You're going to roll a deception no. for me? Yes, Everyone I roll am. a deception for me? That's a 13. Oh, deception? 16 total. Uh, meanwhile, 18. Karen is just unloading all of his coins from his pockets. I'm going to slap him like, in the back of the head. I'm, I'm like, kidding. no! I literally, literally kick him in the ankle. Like, stop it! Um, Would you get Scar for your deception roll? 18. Okay, uh, who got the 13? Is that Saf? That was me, yeah. Uh, okay, well, I mean, you, you, you all have been pretty upfront with me. Now, little one, I know that you've got some coins on you. I can hear them clinking around in your pockets. I'm gonna need you to... It's nothing. Look, I'll give you stuff of equal value. You don't have to lie to me. I'm not gonna... I'm, I'm gonna, gonna sh- I'm gonna like I'm gonna I'm, like put my hand out and be like, let me stop you right there. Safina here is an artificer. She likes to tinker with things. That yeah. sound that you heard was not coin. That sound you heard were her the tools in her pockets that make the same kind of that are made from the same material as coins. And I'm Perfect. gonna roll, roll me another, another deception. Natural twenty <laughs> Oh, okay. Oh, I well, love my dice tonight, y'all. Holy shit. Well, you know, I um, I'm not. I mean, I'm all the way down here on the uh, in the South Port. I don't get up north to Gizmoboro at all. I don't, man. I don't know what this stuff sounds like, but thank you for correcting me uh, or clarifying. That's that's insane. I I love it. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's great. Well, I'll let you. You all can. You all can go on in. Have a great time. This. I'm so glad you're here. What's his name again? Meanwhile, you didn't ask his name. Uh, I'm going to. I want to know. I want to. What's your What's your name, kind fella? Uh, my name's Rato. Rotto. Uh, meanwhile, <laughs> my arms are crossed and Scar's like ushering me away and I'm going, who you calling small one? Like getting ready to fight. Throw fist and I'm just like I'm just like shooing her like get, get a move on, get a move on. <laughs> let it go, yeah. Spina, let it go. Okay, yeah. So you all are now in the circle ball. You've gotten through the um, customs. Quote unquote. Uh, and you are now greeted with the sights and sounds of 
so many druids all around you. Like, whereas before it was like a bustling port town outside of um, that barrier. Now it's like you entered, uh, like the air kind of changes. It's no longer cold uh, or as cold as it was. It seems like the trees kind of insulate, you know, sound and temperature and all of that. And there are, it's like a, you know, in a Disney movie where they, the princess starts singing and all the animals come around. (laughs) It's like that, but everyone is a Disney princess. They're just, people are talking with animals, animals are talking with, you know, elves and orcs and other furbolgs and gnomes and halflings and the you know a tabaxi here and there there's a kenku over there talking with a bunch of rabbits like it's really bizarre if you've never been here but everyone seems to be working well together and you know they're you you see that right inside the um this of this barrier it, it seems to be a market of some sort so people are trading their their goods for other goods and or services you know yeah they're they're trading you know little shells and sticks and twigs like a perfectly straight stick which apparently sells for or you can buy you know a bunch of grapes for a very straight stick so it's going to be really weird bartering and doing shopping episodes in the circle of all just going to put that out there. Okay, noted. Do not buy anything in the circle. Got it. <laughs> it's a tourist trap. Um, well, it's not right. a tourist trap. I mean, you got to eat. Okay. Um, I'm sure we have rations, right? Uh, I don't know. I don't keep track of your inventory. Good. Okay, it'd be, moving it'd be on. It would be really weird if I did that, you know, a year and a half in. Okay, good. Moving on. Alright, so uh, I take a look at Tora's map and I I try and determine which direction we should head in. Uh, Scar and you have determined where you need to go. Now that you're here in the circle itself, it kind of makes more sense. That's what Tora said, is that it's not going to make sense until you get here. It's like, make a right at the really big rock, but not the really, really big rock. It's the one with the crack in it that goes, that's got the moss on the left side and it's like really rambly and it's based on landmarks um but once you're here it's like yeah absolutely i know what you're talking about i will go to that rock but not the really really big rock and the one with the moss on the left side of the crack perfect yeah it's you know to a t by it's it's like having your own google maps and lanamora Google Circle. Got it. Google Circle. All right. We head there. Okay. You all follow the map, uh, and uh, you, you, you're you going on your way, and you you get to a fork in the road, and it's starting to get dark. Um, so you think it might be time to turn in, or you can keep going in the dark. However you want to play it. You want to try and push through? You want to try and... Uh, Hit up uh, whatever the circle of all calls a tavern. <laughs> I feel like it would be. Hole? I was I was gonna. What is that? Uh, oh God. There's no camping. I was gonna say or... there's like a specific word for like. Uh... Glamping. No, I can't. It'll come to me. 
But I feel like like it like an RV park or like, but like obviously not for an actual vehicle. But they it's like a campground. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they would have something like that. But that's not the word I'm looking for. Summer camp. I'll think about it. I'll think it'll come to me. Honestly, it'll probably come to me tomorrow in the middle of doing nothing, and I'll just be like, "Aha!" Like out of nowhere. <laughs> well, when we get yep. that weird text tomorrow, we'll know. <laughs> yeah. So walking through the circle of all, you realize that. While at first glance it doesn't look like there's any buildings, so to speak, there are buildings. It's just not. It's it's like the the buildings are grown; they're not built. Cool. So, oh my God, are we in the Shire? Like, is this? <laughs> well, I mean, where the Shires have got like doors and windows and stuff like that, like they've got glass panes and you know hinges and all that kind of stuff. All of the stuff in the Circle of All, all of the quote unquote buildings are because they are grown. It's like you ever see those uh pictures of the trees that you can grow into braids and stuff like that. Cool. So it's a lot of trees like that. Um I want to live a, here for real. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of um you know using the the nature to your advantage but not I feel you know, like but not taking advantage of nature. I feel not taking like advi- yeah, perfect. Ben in Parks and Rec when they go to the Redwood National Forest and he's like, We're an Endor. Oh my god, we're an Endor. <laughs> yes. So there are parts of the circle of all that look wild, like overgrown wild, but then upon closer inspection you see that it's all very carefully conserved. Organized chaos. Yeah. Got so it. it's it, it's not like the the druids are, you know, um it's not like they're they're tending to and, you know, forcing things th- into a specific way. They're just conserving the bits that they that that, you know, serve the purpose that they need for that particular building. That is a lot of what it is. You don't really notice it until it starts getting dark and you can see lights through the trees and you realize that it looks more like a city than at night, which it, it it's really pretty. I will say that. And you see that every once in a while there's like a crossroads and there's just, a, like Emily said, there's a watering hole or, you know, a well of, wellspring of some sort. And then it's like a glen of you know, soft moss and uh, wildflowers. And people are just laying their heads down and sleeping wherever. Cool. Do you think it would be inappropriate to start a fire? You do not see any fires. Weird. I know Tora loves fire, though, so there's got to be some people that like fire. You notice as the sun starts setting, too, that it really is comfortable out. It doesn't feel like there's any sort of effect or magic on the air or anything, but it feels on like that first hot day of summer Mm. at dusk, right as the sun is setting. It feels like that, but like as soon as the sun sets, it's like all through the night where it's like got that like radiant warmth on the air. Mm. Like here. Like here (laughs) in in Arizona. Arizona. (laughs) I love nighttime here in Arizona in the summer. God, it's so fucking good. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. It feels <laughs> awesome. And you need no fire. And for all of the plants and trees and open water that you see around, it's not humid and it's not buggy. 
either. So it's definitely like Arizona. With trees <laughs> with trees and like thick layers of moss and everything. It's it's kind of weird. So it that looks it, like Savannah, but it feels like Arizona. <laughs> yeah. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll say that. <laughs> nice. Looks like it should have mosquitoes and stuff, but it does not. It looks like an old growth forest, like a redwood forest, or like mm-hmm. that uh, one forest in Poland that is the last untouched forest in Europe. That um, one forest in Poland. I don't remember what it's called, but it, I'll say it. And someone's That's say, good Aha! enough. Yes, I know. <laughs> I Tweet saw that. Me. Tweet at me what that forest's name is, because uh, I'm Polish and I should know this. Um, but anyway, it's, it's like an old growth forest, but it feels like a desert. Cool, dope, hell yeah. N- not at night. It feels like the desert at dusk. I uh, I don't know. Um, what do you all think? Just we can take the night, right? Not super comfortable in open air. I'd like to be have like a roof, but like if that's not available, maybe just like a couple big trees. I just don't like to be seen or perceived. I need to have a safe spot to curl up and sleep. I am like a cat. <laughs> um, is there any overgrowth we can kind of like a big rock burrow into? Uh, one of you has like a stupid high perception now, right? Isn't that true? Yep, yes. that's me, alright. <laughs> yep. I have 17 as my passive perception. <laughs> Uh, okay, yeah, you see a spot that's not too far away um, that looks like it's kind of secluded. There are some vines that kind of hang down, or um, you're not sure if it's vines or like willow boughs, but it... Um, How are the vibes? Uh, roll me a vibe check. <laughs> the best response. A four. Vibes are fine. Okay. You vibed better. Okay. <laughs> all right, all uh, right, all right. It's fine. No, the, the the vibes are fine. It looks like it's uninhabited. You know, most places that would have inhabitants are um, into the forest. They're a little farther in. Um, okay, I go snuggle. It, yeah, it seems like the way that the Circle of All does their taverns or overnight stays is really just... The spots closest to the road are reserved for travelers. We just keep, you know, our grass and stuff real comfy. Nice. Real comfy. Lots of moss. Moss and lichen and all, all, right. all, Hell all yeah. that heather. All right. I go over to the vine open area and we take up quote unquote camp with no campfire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you get into this uh, little alcove, this grove so to speak, your feet brush up against something on the ground. Roll me a dexterity check. Okay. Drew. Everyone? or Just Drew. That's a nat 20, my dude. Okay, you you put your foot down uh, and then you catch something out of the corner of your eye and you bring your foot back up. It looked like you were about to step on a mushroom. Just like a regular mushroom? Uh, it's a little bigger than a normal mushroom, but it's, like, right at the precipice of the door. Like, right at the threshold. Okay, so can I inspect this further? Yeah, please do. It's gonna be, uh, nat one, crit myself, so, uh, I don't see nothing. I don't see shit. 
I mean, it it looks like it was just it's just a it's just a mushroom. That's all it is. I I'm gonna look at it for a minute, and I'm gonna be like oh, weird, and I'm gonna be like Saf, or and I'm gonna call over Saf and uh, Scar. God, I forgot your name. Um, like Saf, Scar, come here, come here, me. And I'm gonna point at the mushroom and be like, "What the fuck is this?" That is. You expect me? Uh, Eighteen investigation. Uh, you can also use nature for this check if you want. Oh, uh, I investigation grit myself is too. Better. So fuck That's okay. me. <laughs> what was your nature check, Seth? Nature is fourteen, and your investigation was an eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Um. So you, Scar, think that yeah, it's just a mushroom. <laughs> Why are you telling me about this mushroom? We're in the middle of like a forest, dude. <laughs> like I don't fucking. Get- <laughs> Yeah, and <laughs> lots of weird shit here, actually. Um, Saf, you th- recognize this as um, this is a mushroom. You've never seen it in this form, but you've seen it in books and labels of uh, luminous powder that you use in artificing. Is this a glowing mushroom? It is not glowing currently. But your knowledge of these mushrooms is that when agitated, they would glow. Do they release, like, a poison when they're agitated? Nope. It's not poisonous. Okay. It just reacts to um, being, I poke you know... It. Yeah, it, re- it reacts to being poked. Sure. I poke it. All right, you poke it, and the from the point where your finger touches the mushroom, it starts to glow in a n- nice, warm, orange tone. The vibes. What is this? Um, as it starts glowing, you see that there's a line of mushrooms that go up the wall of the this little grove. It's not that I, I say grove, but like a grove is pretty large. This is like half the size of like a normal living room. Like clearing, maybe? It's kind of like a clearing, but it's also contained. It's almost like a cave. It's almost like a clearing. It's but I like alcove. You, you said alcove earlier. That feels right. Yeah, it's like an al. It, it's an alcove. We'll say. But as you see it more clearly, as the the mushroom glows, there's a line of mushrooms that continues the glow around the uh, interior of the alcove. Um, so it seems like this is kind of like the quote unquote on switch for you know coming into this place. Um, Go. And it's nice right. and cozy. Mood lighting. Uh, Mm-hmm. So it's the the perfect size for Thor travelers. Oh, this is uh, this is something else. I haven't seen this before. Well, five travelers. We have uh, Sokoba and Karen, right? Yeah, you got Sokoba and Karen. You're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. I mean, dope. I'm going to find a nice little spot, set up a nice little nest, and go the fuck to sleep. That's my plan. Okay. Yeah, the uh, mushroom glow doesn't last for very long, but it uh, lasts long enough for you to... uh, It's about 30 minutes. It's at the most intense at the beginning, and then it dwindles over time. So is anyone keeping watch, or are you all just sleeping? Um, I'm going to... I'm going to keep watch. Okay. (laughs) That's, I was going to stay like, up with Sokoba, play like a 
game of like. Oh, you want to take the first watch you can, wake me for the next watch then. All right. Don't wake me. Yeah, Drew's like, fucking touch me and you die. <laughs> yeah. And then it's I will reanimate you and kill you again. I have this power. I need now. at least eight hours. <laughs> Fuck right out of here with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because Drew is an Eladrin and only needs four hours to trance. <laughs> don't Just wake me. Don't bother me for eight hours. <laughs> I trance for four hours, and then don't bother me for another four. <laughs> I just sit quietly for four. I need those four hours to wake up. <laughs> I need to get all of the energy in that four hours to be able to deal with all of you people. <laughs> yes. Yeah, That's so, fair. Um, <laughs> and first agree. Watch, first watch, can Sokoba and I just stay up and kind of like shoot the shit and bond a little bit? Yeah, roll me for bonding. I think Safina has a crush on Sokoba, and I think it's adorbs. You think? You think? Do you not remember <laughs> episode same one? Time. You think? Or episode two? <laughs> no, but I mean, like, actually. Uh, what, and I'm uh, here for it. What What does bonding fall under? What skill? Oh, I was, um... <laughs> I was Performance mostly joking. Performance charisma? That is uh, the cutest thing I've ever heard! Yeah, just roll me a charisma. What does bonding fall under? What skill? <laughs> what skill? That is a 21. 22. What skill okay. do we need to bond with someone I can't? <laughs> you have a good time keeping watch together. There's uh, Roll me a perception as well for your time on watch. I genuinely feel like that's a question someone would ask in real life. Like, what do I need to be? How do I need to be in order to bond with someone? That's a 19. <laughs> okay. Uh, but Naya, your part of the watch passes without much incident. Um, there are a few animals that kind of roll around and kind of are seeing what's going on. They're not super afraid of people, it seems. Uh, there's a big ass deer comes right up to the like mouth of where y'all are staying and it's like oh sorry I wait, mean, that that? Taken. wait. <laughs> <laughs> no it just gives off those um vibes my bad didn't mean to interrupt vibes yeah, it was <laughs> from like, a deer yeah it's bizarre um it's like those you know, deer in japan that uh, bow to you sakoba and i make a little game out of voicing the animals like little giving them little voiceovers as they're like Stop interacting it. with their environment. You being so wholesome and I can't take it. <laughs> you do that and um there's a, a a family of mice that kinda cross in front of you and you do it with them and one of the mouse says to you You know we can hear you, right? <laughs> <gasps> and I, I just go, Oh my god, I am so sorry. <laughs> no, 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 it happens all the time. I get it. Have a good night. So other than that, your watch passes without incident. Nice. Yeah, and then it's time to go to sleep. Scar's up. No, I'm not. Not. <laughs> Sorry guys. Good I job, I had a really, really hard workout today and I'm exhausted. Um It happens. Good job getting in character though. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh boy. Oh, I was tired. Gotta get that inspiration. Yeah, if you don't have inspiration, you have it now. <laughs> I think I do. I feel like I always do. Yeah, yeah we pretty much always have inspiration. Uh, what do I do? <laughs> uh, roll me a perception for your watch. It's 18, because I have zero perception. <laughs> perception. 
Okay, your watch goes by uh, uninterrupted. Uh, yours is the morning watch, so you see a lot more uh, activity uh, as it gets to be dawn. There are a lot more creatures roaming around, a lot of birds. No! Birds like being up in the morning. Scar hates birds, just like <laughs> Nicole does. Just like Ilar the, the Mighty. Fucking I was going to say Ilar the Scared, but that's not right. Uh, I'm just yeah. like shooing them all. Like, get away, stupid fucking birds! I wouldn't hurt one. That's not my. That's not my bag. But I'm. I'm not about them. Yeah, you'll no, give them I an eye it. when they walk past our alcove. <laughs> See you, fucking birds. I use like my thaumaturgy to like make them scatter. Like <laughs> scatter. Excellent. So yeah, your watch passes by uninterrupted. Uh, the sun fully rises, uh, somewhere. You can't exactly tell where it is. That's weird. Just because of the canopy of trees Such and everything. Such a dense canopy we can't see. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, you, it, it's morning time and you all continue on your way, I guess. Unless you want to do something else. No, I'm good. Yeah. Okay. Are we still- Drew finally, like- She's been sitting in one spot with her eyes fucking open. She like finally looks over at everybody and is like, "Oh hi, good morning." Like <laughs> she now she's acknowledging everybody. Well, I think I think we we know Drew well enough now that like we would not have <sighs> needed to know that we didn't need shouldn't bother her because we learned that lesson probably me the hard way. <laughs> probably yeah. The first time you walked up to Drew, just sitting staring blank at a wall, got throat punched. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Absolutely. Just because I saved your ass one time doesn't mean I won't fucking kill you. <laughs> oh, God. I saved this life. I'll take it away. Don't yeah, sneak right? up on no, me. But, but, like, honestly. <laughs> uh, are we that... Uh, is there, like, what can we... When we leave the canopy area... Um, uh, that is very hard to do in the circle of all. I was like, I don't think you can just leave the canopy. Oh, I thought we were like in a specific, uh, specific part that was canopy, not the whole thing. Um, when we leave our clearing, the alcove that we were in, our room, uh, <laughs> our room. What do we see again? It's travelers walking down the road. Since you're so close to the road, you're you were kind of tucked away, but you're still pretty close. It's just people walking around. You know, moving, uh, you don't see a whole lot of vehicles. Really, it's more like hand carts and, um, you know, people with pack animals. But the you, you notice the pack animals aren't loaded up nearly as much as they are in other parts of Alari. It, it seems like uh, the people here would rather use more pack animals than overload one. Oh, that's nice. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> this episode's so wholesome, and I love it. So it far. is. I love the circle. Normally, we're a bunch of assholes, like, <laughs> but this just is all very you wholesome kind of. Just you <laughs> like, This way. is so cute and wholesome. Bam. <laughs> I regret to inform you, the duck is racist. Okay, so you are all continuing to follow the map, then? Yep. Sure. Okay, you follow the map like that for a few more days. Oof. It's a pleasant journey, but it does take a while um, because it's basically hiking. They, they aren't roads. You're on nature trails. 
like if you imagine what a nature would be like IRL, that's what walking in the circle of all is like. Um, Country roads take me home. Sorry. Yes. I'm just in that mood tonight to just sing everything. I don't know why. Um, nice. So you you get to the context house um, on the uh, about midday on the fourth day of travel. The first you just day. Just walk be... right up to the console of fucking the circle's house. No, th- this is the the, the contact. Oh, I thought he was the knows. console for some reason. Mm-hmm. No. What does the, the house look like? Paint me a word picture. Uh, so house is a strong word. Um, mm. It is tucked into <laughs> a cave. It's tucked away into a cave, but on top of it, there are some, there's mycelium and there's a big old mushroom on top of this one. Like the, the, the biggest mushroom you've seen so far. And you've seen some big mushrooms here in the circle of all. It seems like everything grows a little bigger. And as you get closer and closer to the interior circle, things are getting larger and larger. Like um, comically in, in, large? <laughs> not comically, just it's healthier. like everything seems to be getting healthier. You feel better. Like c- this far in to the circle of all. I want to live um, here. It's 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 different. It, it's a way of life. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this is a, a a really large mushroom that is on top of this cave, and the name of the contact you have is uh, Asla. Asla. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like Aslan. I was just going to say Aslan. No N, Asla. No N. So it's so it's not a lion. Got it. Not a lion. Man, but except, we're in the circle of all. How cool. I know. Except, you know what? You see a lioness <gasps> lying down in the cave. Hell yeah. <laughs> I feel like Scar's like, I want to pet the kitty. <laughs> Uh, somehow the, the the this large cat gets Scar's energy and opens up one eye lazily, looks right at Scar and closes the eye again, and says, "Please don't touch me." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, my bad." <laughs> yes. How can I help you? Wait, what? Oh. <laughs> the uh, the lioness like- is still laying down. We're looking for Asla? Yeah, I'm she. What's up? I am she. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> pretzel. Pretzel loves it too. I need a super cut. Of a you cannot have a guest spot on the podcast. <laughs> I need a pretzel super cut of all Asla. of Pretzel's interruptions from this episode. <laughs> Thank I... you. That needs to be a Make TikTok. Make a TikTok. Ah! <laughs> Anyway, oh, I, I lean down and I go, Tora sent us. Why are you being creepy? <laughs> uh, Asla stretches real big. She does a big stretch. Big <laughs> stretch. <laughs> Under our breath, all of us go, big stretch. Because <laughs> you can't, you physically cannot you can't, not say nope. it. It's not possible. Ah, oh, Tora, what a dear. Oh, I haven't heard from her in a while. Okay. Uh she 
stretches in a way and kind of looks like she's kind of craning her neck around to like work out a knot. And then all of a sudden uh, in front of you is a uh, human woman. <gasps> Dope. So what <laughs> did she send you yes. here for? <laughs> By panic. I'm what? I'm sorry. <laughs> What? <laughs> <laughs> I literally just had the same flash go through my head like, I'm in love with you. <laughs> I don't know who you are, but I'm in for it. I'm here. Woof. <laughs> anyway, what? <laughs> what is, why, why, why did, we're here. Why did Tora send you here? She didn't tell you? <laughs> We're what? here to meet with Asilion. Gonolith? Asilion? Uh, yeah. Okay. When, when do you want to see him? Like, as, Post-haste. like yesterday? <laughs> Would be? Well, it's today, but I mean, we could, I mean, we can go walk, go, go see him now, if you want. Yes, okay, please. But, wait, hold on. Who are you? <laughs> Hi, I'm Saf. Hi, Asla. Pleasure. She holds out her hand. I extend my hand and shake. Probably and very go, excitedly. Pleasure's all mine. And and the rest of you? Oh, I'm uh, uh, Karen. Karen Denae. He's like fixing himself up. Um, Karen. I'm a lore keeper. Yes, I can tell by the rubs. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna, like, uh, be kind of awkward, but just be like, I'm Scar. I'm sorry, what? (laughs) I didn't catch that. Scar. Scar. Ah, Scar. (laughs) Pleasure. Yeah. Uh, Hi, uh, I'm pretty. I mean, Drew. I'm Drew. Hi. That's it. (laughs) Me and Drew are (laughs) fucked right now. (laughs) Hi, Drew. Hi. It's a uh, pleasure to meet you. It's and, short uh, for Drusilla. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Seth literally face palms. That's pretty. <gasps> uh, I give Scar like a. I mean, I give Drew like a side eye. Like Emily in real life is blushing. I don't know if you can tell, but it's like <laughs> you know I'm your husband, right? You're allowed. To- no, it's like I'm panicking. My heart is like, even like, this is not a real scenario. And I'm yeah, still like a pretty lady talking to me and like, no. That's how, how do you think I played it when, when Tora was trying to mack it to Mara? Like, that was exactly, I was going through like what real life Nicole is like when she's trying to flirt with a pretty girl. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I'm terrible at it, but... Nathan's it's just charming. really good at uh, creating these very intimidating women. And that's like what we are into. Yes. Asla turns to Sokoba and Sokoba introduces herself and they um, exchange pleasantries. She says, come on inside, y'all. She said y'all? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, you, you go inside to the cave and uh, she sits y'all down. There's a very nice smell in here, and you're not quite sure what it is. Um, is it pheromones? 
No. Subtext uh, by Calvin Klein. He's like, uh, so do you all want some tea? <gasps> Are you trying to freak Emily out right now? <laughs> it's like, like oh, it's no. working. <laughs> Drew's gonna throw up. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Drew looks up and she's like, tea? Tea. Yes. 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 <laughs> so she pours tea for all of you and she says okay so you want to go see Gungaleth huh um wait question what does she look like in her human form um paint me a word picture like man, okay so she's got um these long flowing light it's it, okay it's a long flowing dress it's tan the fabric is light. It's kind of like the same tan as like a, a lioness would be. But it's not fur, obviously. It's, um, you know, is it a like light. chiffon or something? I don't know what that is, but sure. Um, <laughs> but sure. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a lightweight, breathable material. It's flowy. Um, it's actually two different tan tones. But she also... You said dress. May I offer pantsuit? Just like um, well, you know, you think suit. it's a you think it's a dress, and then she um, goes and crosses her legs, and then you see it's a surprise pantsuit. It's one of those type of I need a minute. get-ups. Okay, Sorry. I'm back. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's got um, she has short, sandy blonde hair that's could easily be styled into like a faux hawk. Cool. Um, she doesn't wear any jewelry or anything. Um, like most people here, she's also barefoot. And she's got just deep, deep brown eyes. Like, almost look like they're black. Oof. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean for my voice to crack when I said that, but <laughs> leave it. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, Asla. Cool, I'm in love with her. Anyway. Okay. I don't know why you all do this to the <laughs> characters know. that I create. Because you you know us pretty well <laughs> for some reason. You, you do see? this to yourself, Nathan. Just say it. Uh-huh. It's all my fault. Um So she just asked you why you all went to go see Gunleth. So, long story short, but we're trying to save the world. Oh, uh, that's noble. It was her idea, and I point to Drew. I'm wingman. I'm wingman. Uh, wingmaning it so hard right now. <laughs> <laughs> this is very funny because Emily doesn't remember why we're here, <laughs> so Drew really doesn't <laughs> like. Um, we're trying to save the world. Uh, we're looking for allies and, uh, I'm saying this out of character. Um, mm -hmm. I think we're, we're here because we're looking for allies to keep people on our side. And also because the Amo Tolk. Tulk. Tolk, I yeah. tried. I, the only reason I remember that is because it reminds me of Tolkien. Um, is he, I think we think like we think that Amon Tolk is here. here. Do yes. we think that 
Ganondorf can tell us where he is? Ganondorf. I don't remember his name. Gonolith. Do we think that Gonolith can tell us where he is? (laughs) Or do we think Gonolith is him, you feel? Nah, Gonolith is the console. Console. Okay. I can't remember the word. Is Atla like his personal attache or like uh you have not asked. It's Asla. Atla what did I say? Atla. Atla. <laughs> As Aslan. Um is Asla so I guess I'll ask then. It, uh so are you like Gonolith's like PA or something? <laughs> like uh, um I mean, I, I I guess you could consider that in a way, um, but no, I'm, you know, things need done in the circle of all, and I'm one of the people that gets things done for Gonolith. Okay. So can we so, see him? Him? Is it a him? Yeah, him. You can see him. I just, cool. you know, I just got to ask questions, you know, I, you know, I need to announce you and, you know, just... Make sure that he's cool with it, because, you know, he's temperamental, let's say. Um, you know, as far as druids go. But anyway, uh, and she holds her hands out to two of you that are closest to her and says, but we're all friends here. Uh, I Can imagine I... that it's Gru- Drew and Scar that are closest. We're all friends here. We're, you know, all we... It's the circle of all, right? Can I roll an insight on her? Yes, please. Please do. (laughs) Yeah, because that was very (laughs) cult-like. That is an unnatural 20. Uh, What specifically are you trying to insight? Uh, That was a vibes check, because holy shit, she just gave off like real creepy vibes. That was Uh, a vibes check. The way that she says it, you don't get any ill intent. Mm. Like, it, it, the way that she said it was very sincere. Okay. So maybe Nathan's just weird. I'm just weird. I'm not a really attractive woman who turns into a lion. Eh. I could only wish. I'm going to nudge Drew and tell her to take her hand or something. Didn't she, like, reach her hand out? Yeah, she reached her hand out and touched both you and uh, Drew's oh. hands. I take her hand respectfully. <laughs> and do you, like, bow to her or something? No, <laughs> like, that's it. I'm just saying I take her hand respectfully. I'm not weird about it. Okay. And you just hold on? You <laughs> said that she would, like, reach just her hands out to oh, be she, like... She, you know, that thing that people do where they, like... You know, they they touch on the shoulder and squeeze for a oh, second. Oh, I like thought one you were those. saying that's why I thought it was creepy because I thought she were saying she was like holding out her hands so that we would all like hold hands uh, in a circle, and I was like, that's fucking weird. Yeah. Oh no, no, that's not what I was trying to do. You were um, okay. Any pentagrams drawn on the ground? Yeah. Okay. Got it. Well, I mean, I think I have all of the information that I need. You all seem like pleasant folk, and I'm sure that Gunleth will be pleased to have you in his company well before we go um can we get your 
yours and Gonolith's opinions on the Knights of Halartha. I'm sorry, what? Who? The the Knights the Knights of Halartha. I've I've never heard of them. Are they a, a, the, the a not Kelvin? The group that's not Kelvin. Uh, Kelvin. Oh, the Council of Fellows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, How do y'all feel about him? This would be best for Gonleth to discuss. And she goes out of the den and she starts uh, walking up the pathway. Are you all coming? Always. Let's go meet the console. <laughs> yes. uh, and that is where we're going to end this week. Mm. No cliffhanger. Well, I guess it's kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah, a little bit. Temperamental console in the next episode. Temperamental for a druid. Um, Which is, is probably Scar on one of her better days. Like, <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in to the Legends of Lanamore podcast. I had a great time DMing. I hope that you all had a great time listening, and I hope that my players had a great time playing. The lull this week is going to be staff for making funny voices about animals going around the circle of all at night when she knew full well that they could very well be druids in disguise or in wild shape, I guess. That's fair. <laughs> The legend this week is going to be Scar for successfully deceiving a druid into allowing metal coinage into the circle of all. Oh, that feels sinister. I don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) It was a good roll, though. So I don't don't know how that's going to play out in the future, but I've got to write it down in my notes. Uh. (laughs) Um. So yeah, thank you all so much for tuning in. If you want to reach out to us on social media, you can do that. Where, Nicole? You can find us on Twitter at Lanamorapod. You can go there and talk to us about plenty of stuff like today's episode or last time's or anything. If you want to talk to me personally, you can find me at Nicole the Nerdy. You can find me at underscore Nova Gamer. I'm at Narod Good. You can find me at underscore squid toaster. We also have a website, novistudio.io. Ton of cool stuff up there, like an about section where you can get to know us. You can find out all about City and Snow, our sibling podcast, our seasonal champions, the merch store. Can't wait for my cropped hoodie to arrive. Check out that dope mug. If you are listening to this on the podcast version, head over to the website and check out the store. So you can see what this mug look like looks like because it's dope. Uh, there are fun facts about the world, tons of art, and a link to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, want to hear more from Novi Studios and our other content? Well, you're in luck because we have a Patreon. For just a couple bucks a month, you'll have exclusive access to some DM insights and behind the screens. Listen to Nicole and I BS and What's What with Dilly and Dally, and even a mini prequel campaign set in the world of Lanamora. If a subscription to our Patreon is too much of a commitment for you, we'd love if you could leave us a quick review on iTunes. 
you enjoy the show, tell your friends about us. New episodes come out every other Tuesday, so stay tuned. Yes, please stay tuned. Uh, catch us every other week. Uh, and be sure to go find City in Snow on Twitter. They are at City in Snow. C-I-T-Y-I-N-S-N-O-W. Uh, also find them wherever you find our podcast. Just go on there, find City in Snow, hit the subscribe, leave a like, leave a rating. We love them. The first episode just came out today on the, the day that we're recording this. By the time you hear this, episode two is coming out this time next week. So stay tuned for that. We're very excited about that project. And I've been working very closely with their DM, Lizzie, on uh, world building back and forth between 127 ages of history. Dang. Um, That's a lot of wiki. It's a lot of wiki. Please don't make me do it all. Um, (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Hope you tune in in two weeks time for episode five. Let's find out what Gonoleth is all about. All right. Let's be legends. Let's be legends. Let's be legends. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.